0: Welcome to The Conversation at AirSafe.com. I'm your host, Todd Curtis. On March 29, 2016, an Egypt Air E320 flying from Alexandria to Cairo, Egypt, was hijacked by someone who claimed that he had a suicide vest. While the details are still unfolding, it would appear that this was a person who was motivated by personal issues and not by any political issues, and it's possible that the alleged hijacker had no explosives whatsoever. Later that day, I had a conversation with CJOB Radio of Winnipeg, Canada, where we discussed some of the issues around this hijacking and general issues about airport security, including the question of whether there's a problem with airport security in Canada and elsewhere.
1: Welcome back to Richard Cloutier Reports on 680 CJOB. The high of a domestic airliner in Egypt is over, according to the Minister of Foreign Affairs in Cyprus. It began overnight when the flight, with 60 people on board, bound from Alexandria to Cairo, was forced to land in Cyprus. Most of the passengers were released, but a few were kept on board with the crew, as the hijacker, identified as Saif Elden Mustafa, talked with negotiators. ABC's Terry Moran says hints about his motive began to emerge. The president of Cyprus said categorically this hijacking was not terrorism. Then, amused, he suggested the motivations of the hijacker may have been a love triangle gone awry. Always there is a woman in the This incident coming just four months after 224 people were killed on Metrojet flight 9268 when a bomb blew up that plane just minutes after takeoff from the Red Sea resort of Sharm el-Sheikh in Egypt bound for Russia. Now, urgent questions about Egypt's massive security lapses at the country's airports. And now come, comes a tweet from the foreign minister that the hijacker has been arrested. Nobody hurt. Jim Ryan, ABC news. From the Airsafe Foundation, formerly worked for Boeing and the American Air Force, Todd Curtis joins us now on 680 CJOB. Great to speak with you again and let's pick up where um, that piece by Moran talking about serious questions about security in Egypt. Um, While most of us have never been to Egypt, some of us have and uh, when we're still talking about a major country in the world, There's all sorts of security problems there. Can you help us understand why?
0: Well, there can be any number of reasons why there can be uh, problems with security. Allegedly, with the event that happened at Sharm El Sheikh last year, uh, prior to the crash of the Metrojet, there were reports that airport security could be circumvented just by bribing someone a few dollars. And it's not just an Egyptian problem. Uh, Just this past week, I read a story about a Delta employee in Florida who apparently was smuggling roughly a quarter million dollars in cash in a backpack into the terminal from the tarmac side and circumventing CSA. Fortunately, this person was caught, but this person had done it several times, and that backpack could have easily been explosives and not money. So no matter how good the system, the one weakness they have is that they're run by multiple organizations. And those organizations are filled with people who may have any number of motivations to either adhere to the regulations or to violate them.
1: Well, it's interesting you bring that up because there was the case of uh, the woman that was uh, smuggling uh, at LAX. She bolted, managed to get out of the Los Angeles airport, eventually gave herself up in in New York, uh, but it does bring to mind whether or not there are safety measures in place and screening measures in place for people that work at airports. And I, I know in the case of um, of the United States, uh, they they have uh, some inspections, but I guess they rely on um, random inspections. But uh, otherwise, you can get to and from. Uh, airports and inside airports, if you're an employee, uh, without going through um, detection all the time. Am I correct in that?
0: Well, that's correct. There are several ways, even in a very highly secure airport in the United States, where someone can get into the airport, uh, quite legally in many cases, and uh, without going through TSA or similar security screening. Uh, for example, if you're flying an aircraft into an airport, and you're a private aircraft, you can land at virtually any airport in the United States relatively freely. And once you land, you are automatically in the sterile area of the airport inside the fence. And if you or if you were in com- cahoots with someone else, you and some other compatriots could easily smuggle whatever you wanted to onto the airport grounds and eventually onto an aircraft or into a terminal. So it's limited only by the imagination of those who are trying to circumvent the system
1: given this evidence given what happened in brussels last week do we have to start really rethinking the way we approach airports again
0: well we have to rethink them but at the same time keep in mind that inherently airports are very public places they're designed to process in some cases thousands of people an hour into and out of the airport and by necessity uh, the security zone in airports are limited That is, the terminals before you get onto the airplane, you are screened for explosive guns, etc. But in the public areas of the airport, where anyone can walk in off the street or drive in in a vehicle, uh, there are no checkpoints. There are no uh, checks of baggage or of people. And this isn't just a Canadian or an Egyptian or an American issue. I personally have traveled to a number of countries, uh, some of which were uh, not as free as the U.S. or Canada, where in spite of the presence of a government that was rather heavy-handed when it came to uh, restricting the public, the general public could still go to the airport. So if you wanted to attack the terminal areas like you did in Brussels, it's possible to do so in most of the countries on earth.
1: Here in Winnipeg, in North America, do we have to really worry about this?
0: We have to worry about it in a sense of In spite of all that's gone on in the last few years with increasing security, uh, in spite of the vigilance that not just people in the system but passengers have when it comes to unusual behavior, the fact remains that aviation remains a very um, enticing target for all manner of people. Uh, In this case, allegedly the person who hijacked the Egyptian airliner may have been driven by something other than politics or money. But in other cases, there are, are folks out there who will very happily uh, do what they can to draw attention to themselves or to their causes by attacking aircraft and attacking people in airports. So certainly we should worry about them. But at the same time, uh, there is an awareness at many levels that there's a problem and a willingness from passengers on an airplane on down to take action if they see that there's a problem. Todd Curtis, the
1: AirSafe Foundation, formerly worked for Boeing the American Air Force, joining us
0: on 680 CJOB. For more information on airline safety and security, please visit airsafe.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.